Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Sobros HQ in Nashville, Tennessee to wherever, you're cheering on your Tennessee Titans. The Sobros Network presents the unofficial Titans. Podcast. Sobros Nation, Titans fans all across the potosphere. <laughs> what do you call the, the world of podcasts? I don't know. Fuck it. Episode 34 of the Unofficial Titans Podcast is recording. We're live, pal. Right here on the Sobros Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Titans Pod at Sobros ne- Network. <laughs> Nectar. You go there so much, you're trying to take over. At Sobros Network. Oh. <laughs> on all major social media platforms. I'll be your host for the show, the EIC at SobrosNetwork.com. Big Natural, Stony Keeley. You can follow me on Twitter at Stony Keeley. And we got our boy, the. Um, the Swiss Army Knife, the General John Mosley at Sobro Mose on Twitter and Instagram. Mose, how are you feeling this week, man? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. I hear you, brother. Preach, preach, preach. Um, training camp getting going. Yep. Pour one out for the preseason, though. I don't know about you, man. I, I tweeted this from the Titans account the other day, but uh, I'm going to miss getting really shit faced at preseason games this year. Um, I don't go to a ton of the preseason games. I like to watch and really get into the. It's like, man, I love that fourth string guy that's probably not going to make the roster. Yeah. Like, I, that's what I'm going to miss. Being like, man, remember preseason the when that happened? Lines. Yeah, I'm here. I'm going to miss that. But I'll be honest, I, I'm almost to the point of like, I've never been more ready to just. Can we fast forward for real so we get something? And and at least in the NFL, you know, the news is by and large. I don't want to say positive, but right. but they have the wait and see approach. Whereas in college football lately, it's been a shit show, man. You, you've got like kickers for what is it, Eastern Kentucky coming out and quitting the program because the coaches aren't doing anything uh, for the COVID nineteen pandemic, and then all uh-huh. the shit that's happening with Steve Adagio at Colorado State or, or Colorado, whichever one it is. Man, it's bad, and you're talking about conferences playing conference-only schedules. They're yep. not going to start the season on time. They don't know if there's even going to be a season. It is doom and gloom in college uh, football, but at least in the NFL, cautious, but we're proceeding as normal as we can right now. I feel like 
maybe they just do like a G one and just have everybody in your conf like in your not even your conference in your division. Yeah, you just play everybody a few times, and it's like okay, that's your playoff teams. Because yeah, it feels the longer this goes, the more likely we are to not have good news. But the, the main story. Don't want to count our chickens too early, but it seems like reasonably good news so far. Reasonably. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll dive into this episode then. Uh, first first question for you, Mose. Uh, and, and I got to give credit to the Wake Up Zone on 104.5 The Zone. I heard, uh, heard those guys talking about this uh, yesterday morning, and I thought it was a hilarious poll question. So I wanted to ask you, John Mosley. Yeah. Who do we see in a Titans uniform first, Vic Beasley or Jadavion Clowney? At this point, I'm actually more likely to say, oh man, maybe maybe Clowney, maybe Clowney. I, they still don't really know what's going to happen with Vic Beasley, man. Yeah. yeah, that's the scary thing. At least with Clowney, we know maybe there's some sort of talk, maybe not with Beasley. It's like everything's signed and we still are like, uh Man, he's uh, he's uh. still gonna get that uh, that signing bonus, but what I, you know? I hope like they get mo- some of the money back if he doesn't play. Yeah, man, for real. Like, but, it's there's no no communication at least that we've heard. It's one thing to you know to to not show. It's another just kind of like no one really knows anything or yeah. And the general attitude seems to just be like uh, he'll show up when he when shows he, up. Yeah, like oh we're we're ready. I'll tell you what what makes me nervous. We haven't talked about Clowny Watch in a few weeks, but what makes me nervous about Clowny Watch before this week, I was a hundred percent certain that he was going to be a Tennessee Titan, but now you're looking at players opting out for the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. They're taking the 150,000, sacrificing their contract for the year, but that money goes back to the to the cap. So now like in New England, where you've got all these players that are opting out of the season, it's actually saving the Patriots cap money. So now which teams are going to have the cap room to make a run at Clowney that might not have been in it before, you know? I do. It's scary. It's, it's, I felt like there were just maybe, you know, two or three teams, including the Titans, that really legit felt like, okay, he's going to go here, he's going to go there. But yeah, it almost feels like it's wide open again. We don't know if a week from now, fill in the blank doesn't want to play now. Or, I know. You know. The week, yeah. God forbid, you know, week of games, it's kind of this or that happens. So there's so many uncertainties that, yeah, it really does bring a, a whole other aspect now of like, well, if Beasley doesn't show up and Clowney signs with the Browns in two weeks, Oof. then where are we at? Yeah, you're talking about hoping Kamale Correa can be the guy, really. There's a lot of unproven guys after him, and you hope DeAndre Walker coming back, maybe he can be a factor that we're not counting yes. on. But uh, And all due respect to Correa, he, he was serviceable a season ago. He had some downright nasty games man where where he he played really well but i don't think you can count on him to be the disruptive pass rush force week in and week out i don't i don't think we're there yet either it really feels it it's it's such a bad first impression you know yeah especially for a guy in vic beasley that his naysayers are very much are very loud about it saying we're we're giving him this money based off 
four or five years ago. Yeah. And there's now, a lot of people that don't like the contract, that, too. They didn't like this move when it was made, and now no clowny. This dude's not here. No one, like, again, no one really knows anything. We're being told from insiders and outsiders and every cider that apple cider that <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> We just we don't know, and we're ready for him to be here. And Nashville's, you know, ready for Vic Beasley, but where uh, where he's, is he? He's buying trucks. He's buying trucks, and that was, you know, I, I try not to hate on someone living their life, but it's very frustrating when it's like, shout out Tennessee Titans own Vic Beasley, and I'm like, that motherfucker hadn't showed up for day one yet. We he hadn't seen him in a uniform. He hadn't even he hadn't even done the like watch the video, the instructional video in day <laughs> one yet. How's he a Titan? Yeah, man, and and I feel like a lot of this. Uh, speculation could be undone by just some clear communication. Exactly. Tell us what's going on. If he hasn't made his mind up whether or not he wants to play the season, that's fine. Just let us know. And maybe like we're recording Wednesday night. Uh, The deadline for players to opt out is, is Thursday tomorrow. Wow. Today. So, I mean, there's a chance people could be listening to this episode and we already know like Beasley's opted out or whatever, but just, just say it. Don't let yeah. us guess because when we guess, we're going to go back to your reputation issues yep. and we're going to say, oh, well, maybe this guy just doesn't want to play. At least that seems to be the case for a lot of the Titans fan base right now. It's uh, I don't remember anything like this happening before. Sorry mm-hmm. for the uh, the kittens wrestling in the <laughs> background. <laughs> you just hear, hear that. It's a barroom brawl between <laughs> those cats right now. No, it, it's it's again, it's it's just more ammunition for your your doubters, your detractors. Yeah. yeah. So uh, big news this week: Isaiah Wilson signs the last of the rookies locked you. up. Uh, the first round pick out of the University of Georgia, guy that that figures to come in and compete for the right tackle spot, though. I think the general consensus, a lot of people are thinking uh, Dennis Kelly figures to be the incumbent at the moment. Right. But uh, Wilson also making headlines this week for the recruiting stories he shared. Uh, went on Bussin' with the Boys. Shout out, friend of the brand, Bussin' yeah. with the Boys. Still see that that shiny disco ball trophy on the desk in the bus, so I'm, I'm happy for that. Isaiah Wilson joins the show and... Uh, Shares the story about why he turned down Alabama and Michigan. Mm. Nick Saban comes to visit him, and he said, I quote, and he said, and I quote, fuck that up, hashtag journalism. I was committed to Bama for a long time, Wilson said. Nick Saban didn't give me a hug, so I decommitted. Wow. I care about the little things. I committed, and I'm thinking in my head, I just committed. This is now my coach. You know what I mean? Damn, bro. That that sounds kind of cold to me. Like, I don't look at Nick Saban and think this is the type of guy that's going to hug me, no matter who I am. That's a good point. But he just decommitted altogether. Like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. You surprised at all by that? No, man. These these you know when you've got that talent, when there's I don't know what it's like, man. By the by the point. He was committing, you know, I'm sure he's heard everything in the book. He's heard people his whole life telling him this sweet, sweet, sweet nothings. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, man, for someone it's, like... It gets to that point, and it's seen right? as disrespect. It's, yeah, it's, it almost gets to that point where maybe that's that was his, you know, whatever word you want to use, that's when I know it's real, like... That meant something to him, and and yeah, maybe to you and I, Saban is for sure. I would never use the word cuddly <laughs> to describe that man, but no. you know, he's a man of he's a man of principle. Yeah. So I, I mean, I can respect the decision. For it just sure. kind of surprised me when I read oh, that. No, I'm that's like, surprising. Oh, okay. Like, I uh, if I'm on the defensive line, 
like pregame now, I'm like going in for that hug, just like dap up a little bit and like, you want a hug real quick, bro? Like <laughs> Nick Saban better be taking notes. I don't want in the third quarter you being like, this motherfucker didn't hug me. I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to take his head off. Yeah, yeah. Uh the Michigan story I can definitely relate with. It was Lloyd Carr. Jim Harbaugh. Gotcha. Um but Harbaugh did something really weird, Isaiah replied. Shocker. He did something stupid weird. <laughs> Remember when they first got the deal with Jordan? He just wouldn't take off his cleats. He came to my in-home visit with cleats on his feet, and I have hardwood floors. <laughs> and he's just walking around with cleats, bro. We looked. My mom was coming in hot asking why could he not have taken off his shoes. After that, it was over. Super weird. Does this not cleats? Cleats in the fucking house. That this is this is so Jim Harbaugh. It hurts, man. That's what I'm saying. It's two stories. It's two. What it is for me? It's it's uh, affirmation. Yeah, uh, these coaches are exactly who I think they are. The fact that Harbaugh is so into his gimmicky bullshit that he is not even being like a human and adult. Just like. I, they have nice floors. I don't want, like, he's just going to, like, bro, my mom, like, if I were an athlete at all, these coaches better be happy I wasn't. Because if you <laughs> came to my mom's house with cleats, it'd have been right away, like, I don't give a fuck how many times you've lost to Ohio State. <laughs> you got to take those off. Take fucking cleats off. Could you imagine? I mean, this is more, again, not surprising, but that just, like, you open the door and he's like, good to, you just, waltzes on in yeah with his and his you can just hear the cleats like clinging yeah, off the off the hardwood floor and man. there's like, this young man that's just looking at mama like this motherfucker mama yeah. no i mean even i know like that's Mm-mm. disrespectful take your cleats off at the door man but it's it's jim harbaugh man it's so like the glass of milk with the steak and everything is and it and it's it's not surprising now because you know kirby smart is probably going to go come in your home and take his shoes off, even if he's wearing yeah. Crocs. Yeah. And secondly, he's gonna hug you. I I would have turned down Michigan. If I would have. Tur- I yeah. would not. I don't. I'd have emailed well, them. Bit right. Don't even like don't hard, even but don't even bother. <laughs> it had been Michigan and USC. Like don't even, don't even bother. Uh. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're gonna dive into Dennis Kelly as the team's NFLPA rep. A little bit of news out there this week regarding that matter right here on the unofficial titans podcast hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back here on the unofficial Titans podcast. Mose, I told you, Dennis Kelly is the team's NFLPA rep. That's right. He made some news this week because apparently this guy is like the enforcer when it comes to the mask rule. Oh, is Jim, he? Jim Wyatt reporting... Taylor Lewan said about Dennis Kelly being the player rep and his responsibilities, quote, I think he would be an unbelievable dictator on how he is handling players wearing masks, said he jumped his case for the mask being under his nose. Look, man, this kind of shit's important right now. Man, people are looking 
Like, when I'm taking pictures at shows and stuff I go to now, I'm like, I can't even be in pictures without my mask on. Like, I got to no. have this shit just right. Someone is out here. These these goblins, they're, these, there. they're out here just yeah. wanting to catch you slipping. So, yeah, you got to, you need to, what is the pullback coach, like, on the sidelines? <laughs> You're going to have a pullback coach yeah. and a mask-up coach. Yeah, you are. But really, like, I mean, I mean, under the nose. I, I've seen, dude. Like, you're you're trying. You're almost there. But you're not covering the nose. You which... know how many of these old... I went to Walmart, and I hate... I'm not an ageist. I resp- <laughs> I equally hate all y'all from yeah. zero to a million. Okay. Equally. Yeah. But y'all walking around... These guys are walking around, just what you're saying, mouth, but like, no... And I'm, I'm literally thinking, like, I could cough on you old men right now, and you might die. Like, yeah. this is for you, and you're just like, this is stupid. Yeah. Or just they come in, they take it off right away, and I'm like, okay, but like, when your grandson's like, man... It's a real shame. I'm gonna go. Ugh. Yeah. So and like mask the, up, coach. I want the, that trademark for us. <laughs> we, need, we need. Yeah, we need to get that. Um, but you look at the differences between what's happening in Major League Baseball right now, oh, where boy. it's just a shit show. Like they're talking about, they might have to cancel the fucking season because they can't get their shit under control. Whereas the NHL and the NBA are doing it right, and they're able to play games like. This kind of thing matters, and it's important for guys like Dennis Kelly to step up and make sure that people are doing it properly so that they can play this season. Yes. This is important, man. So props to our boy Dennis Kelly for for stepping up and being that guy. Maybe he could be a dictator dictator in a country somewhere or something. TDK. 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 Touchdown Dictator Kelly. Come get it. I've said the word dictator so much that I've I've got to I've got to share this story. Oh no. My uh, father, who is no longer with us, known for his sense of humor back in the day, came to me uh, around October, and he told me, son, you know what I'm going to be for Halloween? And I said, no. And he said, I'm going to tie a potato around my dick. And I just looked at him for a second, and he said, I'm going to be a dictator. Brilliant. Yeah. So that's my dictator story. I don't know if we're having Halloween in 2020, but I... Think I know what I might be this year, <laughs> dictator. <laughs> uh, back to Dennis Kelly. Yeah, I said earlier in the show the expectation seems to be that he's going to start at right tackle. Yep. Isaiah Wilson signed. Isaiah Wilson's off the COVID list. Looks like we might get the competition through training camp. After all, do you think Dennis should be the guy, or do you think uh, Isaiah is going to push for that spot earlier than we might be expecting? Yeah, I do. I think. I think there's going to be a competition there, but it feels like, you know, the the veteran status of Dennis Kelly. I mean, of course, if if Isaiah goes out there and just has it, you know, the best man will start. But I definitely think Dennis being a a respected member of that locker room and also being able to lay the wood is gonna is gonna be a big help. And score touchdowns. Hey, I left it out, but you're right. He knows how to find the end zone. Maybe yeah. Isaiah does too. We don't know. It's a big boy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Taylor Lewan has made Pro Football Focus's list of the top 25 offensive tackles. Mm. To me, this is offensive. Mm-hmm. Ranked number 12. Hey, man, I um, I think that as much – I'm with you. It's disrespect, but – we talk about it with the talking heads a lot. I think a couple of those plays in the AFC title game, you know, t- towards the end, yeah, they're they're looking at Taylor Lewan saying, 
well, this or that. But you know, I think in the on the on the grand scheme of a, of a full picture, you ha- how do you not have him a little bit higher up on that list? Or yeah, lower. I don't know the word. And I think it, it's fair to say that he did put some bad tape, or he put some bad football on tape last season because he missed the first four games. Yep. Due to suspension, then he comes back, and it takes a while for that unit to gel. So maybe, like on the whole, maybe his grades, which I know Pro Football Focus big on the grades and the analytics and stuff. Maybe they don't reflect how well he played. But right. you watch that playoff stretch, and Derrick Henry's going off for two hundred yards every game, and he and Roger Saffold were fucking anchoring it, man. They were killing it, and it looks like if he plays to that level this guy's going to be one of the best left tackles in all of football. Without a doubt. He on his best day, you're not, you're not listing off 10 better right tackles. You're not listing off probably five better right tackles on his best day. Yeah. So uh, this is what pro football focus had to say. Luan has been the model of consistency throughout his six year career. Mm -hmm. His season pass block grades have ranged from 78.6 to 85.3 forming a career pass block that ranks 16th among 119 qualifying tackles. So yeah, the pass blocking has been an issue before the, the holding penalties that he gets in and in those kind of situations have drawn criticism from Titans fans, but this is like a numbers based thing. Like, Oh, he's 16th among 119 qualifying tackles, but like, it's not the full picture of who he is as a player. Uh, they, they continue this past year in particular, he allowed one or no pressures in 75% of his regular season games, which was the second highest rate among tackles. Luan was a pivotal piece to Derrick Henry's rushing title as he had the seventh best run block grade, including the postseason at the position. So man, 12th, like, uh, I, you know, all due respect to to Trent Williams, a guy that's been considered one of the best at the position for a long time. Uh, he didn't play 2019. Nope. He didn't play all of 2018. Nope. Uh, you don't know what kind of player you're going to get after this time off. They have him ranked ahead of of Taylor Lewan. Wow. Anthony Costanzo, serviceable player, great career with the Colts. Not, don't think I put him over Taylor Lewan. Not Taylor Lewan. Jake Matthews of the Atlanta Falcons that some people were calling a bust, a bust earlier on bro. in his career. Yeah, good for him for for turning it on and starting to progress and develop into the tackle they thought he could be. Not better than Taylor Lewan. I don't even think Tyron Smith for the Dallas Cowboys, who was once considered one of the best tackles in the league, dipped off a bit in 2019. I wouldn't even put him ahead of Taylor Lewan right now. It's uh, Ryan Ramsick, Ramchick, I don't know, the, the kid from New Orleans. Yeah dominant through his first three years like he's he's doing shit that like joe thomas was doing for real best tackle in the game no problem no argument there david bakhtiari the green bay packers great pass blocking tackle lane johnson the consistency for the philadelphia eagles i love the development of ronnie stanley in baltimore but taylor lewan is in that class man i'd put him top five i think he's top five uh those ones you just listed off i love each of those guys for various reasons. I'm a big Stanley guy for obvious reasons, but uh, I think you make some great points. I think it, it just feels like a, that. I, I know people are going to say it's a bias on my part. It's maybe my own paranoia, but it feels like, again, like a, just a little bit of Titans hate. Yeah, and it could be. Like, I mean, I know pro football focus is big on their analytics, and maybe, maybe. The, the pass blocking grade is enough for them to pull them down, but like, 
man, this is, I don't know. I look at it. I'm like, y'all, y'all got to paint a complete picture. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think the biggest question is for our team, would we trade Taylor Lewan for any of those guys right now? Uh, whew, maybe one or two, if we're being brutally honest, I mean, maybe though, but that's it. I, I think at this point you've got Lewan hitting his pride, right? Pride, pride, prime. prime. Um, it would take. It'd have to be a really sweet deal for you to pull it would that take trigger. the kid from New Orleans. I, so think he's, I was going to say the that's, only one. That's the only one because of the age, because yeah. of again, great word, the dominance we've seen out of him. Yeah. So one, maybe. I mean, that's it. Like, that's a pretty great feeling to have. I don't know anything about that kid's leadership abilities. Great though. point. And, well, and Lawan, we've seen grow up the last couple of years and kind of be like the figurehead. Uh, of the offensive line and and one of the leaders of the team, man. Like, and I think his the the podcast it says a lot that sure. his, his teammates you know trust him to Support have that it. platform for Support real. It. Yeah. So uh, I take issue with that a little bit. Pro football focus, but fuck you. No, he's <laughs> playing. We're dropping hammers. Sorry, um, but I'm with you. I think it's again just a little. Hmm. That's what I, I just. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Dropping hammers, mm. swinging hammers. That's what we do on, Taylor Lewan, on the unofficial you don't, podcast. Hey, I've been shitting on Michigan all day, but <laughs> you will not. I will not have any Taylor Lewan slander. That's 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 a big statement for me. From I, I, yeah. I I I can name the Michigan players I like on like my hand, and I've lost two fingers. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> that low. So shout out yeah. Taylor Lewan. Let's get another commercial break on the books, and when we get back, we're going to talk about Darrington Evans a little bit as he's made a, a little bit of a splash among the blogosphere this week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Back here on the unofficial Titans podcast, Stoney Keeley wrapping things up with John Mosley here. Mose, I mentioned Darrington Evans, and it's a it's a guy that the Titans drafted to kind of be that dynamic presence in the backfield. I think a lot of people thought that Deion Lewis was going to be this guy. Didn't really pan out that well. But the coaches are are shy to to really heap praise on this guy. And it's understandable, man. Like He's a rookie. He hasn't played a down of NFL football. You don't want to start touting this guy as the next big thing and then, you know, see him fizzle out as so many guys have. But it's interesting that Ryan Tannehill has come out and talked about his work with Evans in the offseason so far, throwing with him, working out with him in Florida, that sort of thing, uh, saying, you know, he's he's excited about what he brings to the offense. What do you like about what the former App State star potentially brings to the Titans' offense? Versatility, speed. I I think I mentioned it when we went over the draft. I just I feel like I, I just see a big screen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it, whether it's a a long play or just the right moment, a big third down. I feel like maybe I hate to be a naysayer, but maybe. What we'll get closer to what we wanted out of Dion Lewis, yeah. And now, Dion Lewis, to his credit, yes, uh, uh, for the most part, a reliable pass blocker, right? Um, which and, is again, if it's overlooked and something yeah. that you just we, we, we groom over, we gl- gloss over, I should say, but an important, important part of the game, 
but the the issue was when they did throw the screens to him, short yardage situations, he couldn't really he didn't really do a whole lot. No. I, I I expected some big screens. Yeah. So but this is a guy that that can catch he's lightning fast. Super fast. Um and and even has a little bit of value returning kicks and punts. And he he there were moments that he really he runs bigger than his size. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with okay. that. It, yeah. It's that mentality, you know, and, and the Titans have a lot of dogs like that. Guys yeah. that just run or they play with force. You felt like you when D, the, the highlights, I always think I go, man, that's how everyone like talks about Der- Derrick Henry running. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is Deion yeah. Lewis lowering the shoulder and and uh but yeah, I think Darrington Evans uh, versatile. Again, I I think playmaker, dare I say. Well, we talked about it heading into this year's draft that the the Titans needed a playmaker, yep. and that conversation was centered around the wide receiver position, thinking that they needed another guy to come in and, and really compete and push Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys, and they didn't do that. They, they brought in a bunch of undrafted guys, but they do draft Evans, and I think in a way a lot of us kind of looked at the drafting of Evans like – Huh, you know, we didn't think about that, but he could feel he could fill that electricity void, if you will, that this Titans offense uh doesn't have right now. Yeah, and he's coming from a place at App State that he's he's used to being that guy. He's yeah, used they, to being the guy. They they put the full load mm-hmm. on that man's shoulders. And he did just I don't even know the exemplary Excelsior. Wasn't he, wasn't he I Let's just wildly speculate. We could just look it up, but <laughs> that's not how we do things here at the Sobros Network. I think he was like the Sun Belt Offensive Player of the Year or something like that. I feel like that there was a very good chance that's true. We we could just name him that right here. He is the Sobros Network Sun Belt Offensive Player of the Year, and we're gonna expect that kind of championship pedigree <laughs> yeah. uh, right out of the gate. I think he is too. I think he's a guy that would know. Again, we we mentioned it. No preseason, super weird, super weird year. Maybe, you know, these rookies, um, I don't know if that's going to affect, you know, what you expect out of them. But I don't know, man, maybe maybe just getting right into it, he can just kind of go, get you know, get right into a flow. And yeah, you'd hope. You'd hope. I mean, it's good that the, the quarterback is Change talking about him. Oh, no, yeah. Anytime, anytime the quarterback's got your name in his mouth, that's good news. Yeah. Last story, this week's episode of the Unofficial Titans podcast, I want to bring up the rumors, people are floating this out there, that Delaney Walker might end up in a Patriots uniform this year. What do you think about that? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Hey, man, Cam, I I, I haven't done a good job of keeping up. I've I've actually done a better job of keeping up with all the Patriots that have left than (laughs) who's still there. Yeah. Especially after all the opt-outs and everything else going on. New England feels, that cabinet feels very bare. Man, somebody brought it up uh, at some point this week that watch the Patriots kind of like stumble their way through 2020 and end up with Trevor Lawrence. No, well, that and that's that is definitely a story to keep in mind. But I'm honestly expecting so in that division, we all expect things out of Buffalo. I, I right? think they're a dark horse think, Super Bowl. Contender. Exactly. So I know you're higher on than I am. I think for sure playoff team. We'll see about how deep that goes. But hypothetically, if they can do well in those Buffalo games, say they just have to win one, do pretty That's well in the rest of that division, I I could see, you know, it's Belichick. I just, I don't, it's hard for me to just gloss that over that and just say, yeah. 
you know, we joked, we, that's the biggest joke for years is this guy can go out and win with a car fucking salesman or a tire salesman at receiver, whatever the joke yeah. is. Well, yeah. We're going to find out this year, man. Like for real, me and you both agree that Cam Newton in that role, I think, you know, his chip on his shoulder. I think we're going to see a really good Cam Newton. Um, assuming there's any kind of offensive line, I think yeah, that's a super that's, big question right now. It is, yeah. Um, but if there is, and he can, and he can kind of be the playmaker that, uh, as a, an Alabama fan to the to the right to me, and me an, a noted Auburn hater in his own right, it's it's it'd be easy to hate on Cam right now. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to do great. I think Delaney Walker, from a vet standpoint, from a, a hunger standpoint, we know he would, you know, we know that he wants to get on the field and and and. As much as we love the Titan and when we love him, and you know, you kind of want to be like, really? Yeah, like, really? You're going to just let me go? Okay, well, yeah. let me. So do this. So I think yeah. I love them. If it does happen, I love it. And uh, I think that is right away you're going, maybe that's your number one target if you're Cam Newton. Yeah, which the concern is just the injuries. The inj- like, yeah, how, much, the how much does he still have in the tank? But I think he leaves the Titans, Mose. This might be a controversial take in Nashville. I think he leaves the Titans organization as the best tight end in franchise history. I quick, 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 quick. Nope, going through the computer. I don't think I can argue that. I think Frank that's. I mean, Wycheck's the easy answer because of the the Music City Miracle, because of what he. But I I, I still think of I think of some Redskins Wycheck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's I don't I don't think best. I do for Delaney. I think. The, the lean years, he the, the good years. I mean, we saw a lot with Delaney Walker. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's an argument. I would put I would put him at one and, and white chick probably two. Fair enough. All right, my man. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Unofficial Titans podcast. Remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you on social media. At Sobro Mose, we can talk about, I don't know if we've talked about this, how Derrick Henry was top 10 on the NFL Network's 100 players. Oh yeah, I look. I sorry. Right. I think I saw. He's. I believe he was nine. Respect. Yeah. Which the Mahomes was. Uh, Mahomes was number three. Ugh, so yeah, I don't. I don't know about all that. that. Kind of makes the whole list in turn look odd to me. But again, number twenty-two, number nine in the league. Oh, best overall, number nine. I'll take that right now. I'll take it. I am at Stony Keeley. Uh, at Titans Pod collectively on Twitter and at Sobros Network on all major social media platforms. You can check out all of our latest work at SobrosNetwork.com, all of our latest merch at SobrosShop.com. You can sign up to support the team through Patreon and gain exclusive access to over 200 items of premium content. We're talking podcast articles, the whole nine yards on Patreon.com slash Sobros Network. And don't forget to subscribe to the unofficial Titans podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, wherever you take in your shows. We are there. Throw us a rate and review when we can, when you can, not when we can. Uh, That's how we get better, and we always want to hashtag be better for you guys. Until next week, remember, mind's right, ass is tight. Until next time, you stay classy, Titans fans. And tighten up.